This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. There's a term I use in videos frequently, and that term is the ape of the church. It's a term from Catholic prophecy. It's really from Fulton Sheen, who wasn't engaging in what we'll call mystical prophecy, where he was giving visions by God or anything like that. Fulton Sheen, for whatever else you may think of him, was highly intelligent and clearly very well-read on the prophets, whether they be the Old Testament prophets, or what Revelation had to say about what was coming, or I suspect strongly that he was well-versed in what the mystics of the church had to say. And he coined a term that I've borrowed a lot, and that is the ape of the church. And if you're not familiar with that term, let's revisit Fulton Sheen before we talk about our story today. And here's what he had to say about the ape of the church. He was speaking of the Antichrist when he said this which is food for thought here. It's quoting Fulton Sheen. He will set up a counter-church, which will be the ape of the church, because he, the devil, is the ape of God. It, meaning the ape of the church, will have all the notes and characteristics of the church, but in reverse, and emptied of its divine content. It will be a mystical body of the Antichrist that will, in all externals, resemble the mystical body of Christ. In desperate need for God, whom he nevertheless refuses to adore, Modern man in his loneliness and frustration will hunger more and more for membership in a community that will give him enlargement of purpose, but the cost of losing himself in some vague collectivity, end quote. I want you to remember that, and keep that in mind with any time you watch things that I talk about here, about the crisis in the church, about the secularization of the church, and Francis's program that he is working towards, and whatever his likely successor will have when that time comes, because as soon-to-be Cardinal Fernandez told us, a sign that Francis expects his time to be coming to a close is when he will accelerate what he's doing, and it looks like he's accelerating what he's doing. Although I expect him to make it to the end of the Synod on Synodality myself. I expect him to hang on to make sure that that program is done. But our story today is about World Youth Day. One of those weird kind of events in the church that are very, we'll say, modern in what it's about. You don't see a World Youth Day before the council. It's really an invention of the 1970s and 1980s. This is about World Youth Day, and World Youth Day is um, not exactly going well. Not the, the upcoming one in Portugal isn't exactly going well. So this unbelievable story for you, though, about what World Youth Day is really about, we get this headline, which comes from Catholic News Agency. World Youth Day is an invitation to young people to experience God, explains future Portuguese cardinal. So, Archbishop in Portugal, who Francis has named to be a cardinal at the coming consistory here in about six weeks. You can believe how quickly these things are going. Actually, about two months. It's going to be in September. He is a Francis church through and through this cardinal. And here is really the program for Francis church for the new religion, for the ape of the church. And it's on full display at the coming World Youth Day, and really, in a way, at most, if not all, of the World Youth Days going back to the 1980s. So here's what this cardinal has to say. Quote, World Youth Day is an invitation to all the young people of the world to experience God, Bishop Americo Aguiar told ACI Digital, clarifying comments he made in a July 6th interview. The Auxiliary Bishop of Lisbon and new president of the World Youth Day Lisbon 2023 Foundation, who Pope Francis recently named a cardinal, yes, folks, you heard that right, Auxiliary Bishop to Cardinal, what a promotion, 
told ACI Digital that his comments were made in the context of a longer interview in which he was quoted as saying, We don't want to convert the young people to Christ or to the Catholic Church or anything like that at all. In the interview, the bishop said that in his opinion, the intention of World Youth Day is to have young people journey together respecting their diversity. End quote. We'll get the full quote here from him in a second because Catholic News Agency provides that for us. But we want to have the young people journey together respecting their diversity. We don't want to convert the young people to Christ or the Catholic Church or anything like that. That is the gospel of materialism of the new religion. That is Francis Church and the present iteration of the Novus Ordo completely in one statement. That is what we are dealing with now in the new religion. I cannot think of a better way of summarizing what we've seen for the last decade under Francis, but the we don't want to convert the young people to Christ or the Catholic Church, but to have young people journey together. And they wonder why the parishes are empty. People don't want this false gospel because that's what that is. I'm reminded of the Great Commission, our blessed Lord's great command to go forth, spread the gospel, teach everyone what our Lord taught them, and to baptize all nations, to bring all peoples of all stripes, regardless of their, of their you know, the, the stuff of the flesh, regardless of their background, it does not matter, to bring them to the Lord, to offer them the salvation that only the church can offer them through our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. But now we don't see that anymore. They don't want to convert young people to Christ. They want to have young people convert to the gospel of listening and of being friends, of accompaniment, kumbaya, group hugs. That is the new religion. Back to that article. Here's what, let's let the Cardinal explain to us what this really means. So from the CNA article, quote, For the cardinal designate, the, the goal is to enable each young person to say, I think differently. I feel differently. I organize my life in a different way. But we are brothers, and we go together to build the future. This is the main message of this encounter with the living Christ that the Pope wants to provide to young people. We don't want to convert the young people to Christ or the Catholic Church or anything like that at all, Aguiar continued. We want it to be normal for a young Catholic Christian to say and bear witness to he who is, or who for a young member of uh, the other Abrahamic faiths, or of other, another religion, to also have no problem saying who he is and bearing witness to it. And for a young person who has no religion to feel welcome and to perhaps not feel strange for thinking in a different way. The prelates stress that it's important that we all understand that differences are a richness, and the world will be objectively better if we are able and capable of placing in the hearts of all young people this certainty of fratelli tutti, brothers all, that the Pope has made an enormous effort so that this enters the hearts of all. End quote. The religion of ecumenical dialogue. This is the new religion. It calls itself Catholic. It's mimicking or aping the Catholic Church, but it is emptied of its divine content. It has emptied itself of the Great Commission. This is not the faith, folks. This is not the faith. Imagine, even just a few decades ago, the prospect of, of bishops being rewarded for publicly saying, we don't want to bring souls who are following false theologies to our Lord. 
They don't want to bring them to the fullness of the faith, to the truth of the gospel message. Do you think the great saints of even just a few decades ago, could you imagine Padre Pio being told that this would happen not long after he was gone? Well, there are people alive today who remember him. This is the ape of the church, folks. It's here. And it's been here for a while. This didn't just come out of nowhere. This has been a battle in the church going back to the 19th century. I'm reminded of that mystical experience Pope Leo XIII is, is said to have had, where he saw or heard a conversation between our Lord and Satan, where Satan told him he could destroy his church, that all he would take would be a century. And our Lord said, you will have that power. You will have that power. He didn't give it to him starting in 1884, I think it was, but he said, you will have that power. Well, some point afterwards, some speculate 1917, others say 1929 is when that century started. We don't really know when it started, but I'm pretty sure we are well in advance of that process and that timeline starting. But what is the, the sort of result of this, this ecumenical new religion that we see in Rome now? What is the, the result of this the gospel of ecumenical dialogue and friendly materialism? What is the result? So we turn to that for the, from the official Lisbon World Youth Day website. And we get this news from an article about the coming World Youth Day. Quote, We are one month away from the beginning of the World Youth Day, Lisbon 2023. Already 313,000 pilgrims from 151 countries have completed their registration. Spain has 58,531 registered people. It is the country with the most pilgrims registered. It is followed by Italy at 53,803. France at 41,055, Portugal, the host country, at 32,771, and the United States of America at 14,435, end quote. And you know, on paper, that sounds pretty good. 313,000 people. Pretty good. It's the worst turnout for a World Youth Day in history. At least it's setting the pace for it. They've lost the youth. And it's not sunshine and roses either. You may think, well, that's great. They're, they're becoming trads. Well, they're not. Yes, many have become traditionalists. You go to any traditional parish, an FSSP parish, an Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, an SSPX parish, SSPV, any of them, or even a diocesan parish that, if, if that may even offer like the new mass uh, you know, at other times, you will see those skew heavily towards young people. And that is absolutely a sign of hope. But most of the young people aren't going there. Most of the young people are simply walking away or going through the motions like lukewarm we saw what happened in 2020 when our bishops decided mass wasn't really all that important anymore to just do without you know raising even like a whimper of a protest to when caesar demanded that masses be shut down and everybody stay home most of them simply obeyed some of them even complied before the order was given they knew what was coming and they just closed up shop and after they opened those masses back up, guess what happened? When they reopened, many of the people simply didn't come back. Kind of makes you think. But why would young people take it all that seriously? You know, the heads of the church are telling them sin is basically fine, and you don't even need to be Catholic. Just be a good listener with others who are and listen to others who are different. You have that bishop saying, oh, you don't even have to really believe. Just be a good person. Why would you be part of the, the religion that, had, that asks the most of you if you didn't need to be? be saved. When it's clear that many of the bishops don't have the faith themselves. 
This is the gospel of the lukewarm. So I ask you, what do you think of this? Do you think this is the ape of the church? Or do you think that when that thing comes, it's going to make this look like sunshine and roses, that we are living in an age of wonderful things, comparatively speaking? I'm curious what you think about this. Are you surprised that they're speaking this just bluntly about not wanting to convert young people to the faith? Are you all that surprised by that? Or are things so far gone that they don't even realize what they're truly saying? Let me know in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't, it does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.